Welcome to another episode. And now, Dr. Aaron Bryant. Truly, they did because I changed the business model. So now, instead of me making presentations at the local veterans groups to support that month's program that we were filming, now I said to the veteran, uh, to the nonprofit groups, well, if you're a nonprofit group and you're helping veterans, don't you have money in your budget to pay the production costs? Because there are production costs. Somebody has to edit. Somebody has to run the lights, do the sound, do the, all that basic stuff. And normally when we're in the studio, uh, I'm working with a crew of 12 volunteers. Right, right. Okay. So th- that that changed. Um, so the first, so so part one, if you will, is the 20 years I did at the media center that the veteran groups paid for. And then part two is the nonprofit groups that work with veterans. Um, they started paying those production costs, not to our VEC, but directly to the studio itself. Okay. And that's been the model since the studio got converted. The nonprofit groups that appear on the show, they pay the production cost directly to the studio. I volunteer my time. Sometimes I am lucky and I have a local sponsor that has sponsored me. Um, um, The last time I did a show in the studio was March of 2018. And we had a local sponsor here in Hemet who um, paid for a trip up there. and, And I haven't been in the studio since. And I opened it up to guest host and the guest host paid the production cost to the studio. I kept the TV show going, but I couldn't always do it myself. Time, distance, money, all those played a factor in it. I don't live in the Bay Area anymore. It's too expensive up there. I live in Southern California, but my family lives up in the Bay Area. And normally I would stay with my family when I would go up there and produce shows in the past. So what I did these last couple of years before the pandemic was I opened it up to guest hosts. And I've had some wonderful guest hosts. Yes, I have seen those. So before we transition, I wanted you to know that uh, I've actually interviewed the executive director of Empower. The current one is Christopher Starley. He's actually a Marine Corps retired colonel. And they've been, he's been a guest on the show. So to our listeners, if you want to get some more insight on Empower, you can actually check our previous shows and see Empower there. And I have a complete interview with Christopher Starling and what they're doing right now today. So that's I, it's, it's interesting that you've actually had them as a sponsor, Small World. So um, yeah, they do. They they change lives, it, and it's yes. a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful program. And um, um, they they made a huge pack impact on on my life so after in power i had a a bunch of other um nonprofits um appear on the program and you can see that all on the bhv uh that's helping vets tv uh channel um, right and by the way louise let's let them, them know where to go is vhvtv.org that is the website yes. um is victor hotel victor tango victor.org so that just so they know where to go is big you know so this show is 
I've looked at it. I'm very impressed with it. Um, I enjoyed one specific show where we had the two women, Hispanic, Latino women who were on the show, both pilots. Aviators. Yes, that's right. They're both. I was so impressed with that and watching them. So there's great content, great information, a resource and a wealth of, uh, of people with backgrounds. Very impressive. And, you know, I actually felt inspired because doing what I do and us having a common denominator of veterans and military, I just thought, wow, this is amazing. So I applaud you, Cheryl, because you have built something from the ground zero and to be able to get it to where you, it is now. So my hat's off to you. I think it's pretty amazing. But I want to know, you said, so you retired. Um, a lot of the veteran organizations were sponsoring. Now you kind of do, they do their self-hosting, self-sponsoring. Where are you seeing that this VH, you know, TV is going to go next? What's the next step for you? Well, now, let me tell you about last year. So last year, um, I got asked on the internet to film a story about the Veterans Resource Center at the UC Riverside campus. So a friend of mine and I, we drove over there uh, and we had four production meetings with their um, director of their program. Her name is uh, Tammy uh, Tamara D. Thacker. She runs the Veterans Resource Center on campus at UC Riverside. Now there's a reason why I'm telling you this. So we went over there four times and we had meetings and, and during one of the meetings over there, um, she introduced me to one of her staff. Um, his name is Richard Gonzalez and Richard Gonzalez was a senior uh, on campus when I first met him. And he was a majoring in um, TV production, digital TV production. So she introduced me to him. And so the person that was working with me, she and I went to campus and we had production meetings and we were scheduled to actually film on campus on March 12th. On March 10th, they called us and said, sorry, you can't film on campus. We shut it down because of the COVID. So I'm saying to myself, oh my God, what am I going to do if I can't film on campus? And we have this, this, this great story about the Veterans Resource Center. It's just a great story over there and what she's doing over there. So about that time, I had a Zoom call, my first Zoom call. And when I was introduced to the first Zoom call, I was like, as soon as that Zoom call was over, I said, Cheryl, there's your solution. You can do the virtual interviews. So what we did was um, I, I've done nine virtual interviews. I have one in post-production now and, and two that we're in planning stages to, to, to get it going. So... I contacted Tammy and I said, Tammy, can we do a virtual interview about what you're doing at UC Riverside? So long story short, but because we had already established a working relationship and she had introduced me to Richard, I asked Richard if he would be nice enough to do the final edits for me on um, Premiere Pro, which is a more... Um, 
professional editing program. I'm really good on the iMovie. I'm really good on that for myself. I can do a really nice rough cut on the iMovie. So Richard agreed to work with me. And so far we are collaborating and we have created nine virtual interviews. And like I said, we have one post-production now and plans for two more on the drawing board. Um, but he is volunteering and I am volunteering. And because of some things that are going on at the Midpen Media Center and they're kind of in a transition themselves right now because of the COVID and the restrictions that they are required to work under, um, I don't know what the future of BHV TV is. What I do know is one, I can't stop filming. Uh, two, <laughs> we have incredible guests lined up um, uh, uh, for the next two shows that we're doing. We're doing a program now. I'll tell you, the program we're doing is with uh, AMBETS Post 34 in San Francisco, where yes. they go once a month and they do um, an outreach to Fort Miley VA up there and they feed the frontline workers. Yes, so, I have interviewed the uh, director, yes. Okay, so so this is this is um, our latest show that we're doing, and we did it all virtual. And I had each guest hold up an iPad and landscape. They kind of held it at arm's length, or they had one of their friends hold it for them so they could get a steady shot. And then I would interview them right outside of the BA in San Francisco because you can't go in there; it's closed to the public. But the commander of po AMVETS Post 34 is the AMVETS VAVS rep, VA Volunteer Services rep um, for that VA hospital. So they allowed us to film outside. Uh, that is the show we're working on now. It is fantastic because now through the Zoom, you don't have to be just like I'm in my office. Okay, you can probably tell I'm in my <laughs> I'm in my office. Okay, I got my little dog jumping on me, so that's what's going on over here. He wants me to pay attention to him, but but I I make it work, and this is how I do it. I I do I can interview just like what we're doing right now. This is so amazing that we can do this and get our voices out there and be seen and heard, and so. I think I kind of answered your question. Maybe not the way you wanted me to answer it, but. No, no. I mean, the answer is you, you've uh, capitalized on virtual communication, virtual video, and you guys were finding ways to re still reach out. You still have a, a, a long line of guests that are coming on the show. I Again, I've gone to the website. I've looked. I've streamed some of the shows. I think it's amazing. And I think that we just adapting to, like you said, the technology. You said you started off with the two-inch disc and then they went to HD. Well, now we're doing Zoom. So I understand you're doing what you got to do with improved technology. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you, exactly. You know, because if, if, look, you know, we have, there are so many great veteran stories to be told. Absolutely. And, and now, now, I didn't plan it. The, this way, but all the nine virtual interviews we've done so far are all with amazing women veterans doing amazing things for other veterans in their community. And yes. they either started a nonprofit or they're um, 
kind of like you and kind of like me where we're obsessed with how do we help veterans in some way and if the only way we can do it is by this medium well this is a great opportunity to tell stories this is a great opportunity to tell about your outreach is great opportunity for people to learn about you that's right absolutely and i cannot I can't say anything after that. So I'm going to ask you, Cheryl, do you have any last words you want to leave our listeners before we conclude the show? Well, I will say thank you so much, Dr. Brian, for having me on as a guest. It's been a blast. I knew we were going to hit it off. I just knew we were because <laughs> um, um, we're both uh, uh, techno fools, I guess, if you want to call it that. I love the medium. I love uh, interviewing people. I love talking to people. And this is a great way to do it. So um, if you know a vet, thank a vet for their service because you don't know what they did for you. That's, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Um, you know, it's funny you said that because I actually, you know, some of my guests, they come on here and they express the same level of passion. You know, we're all, for the most part, volunteers. And we do this because we care. And we've been there and done that. So it has a certain personal appreciation. So Cheryl, I want to say thank you. Uh, it was an amazing. Enjoy- the show was one of my favorites because I just felt like we just had a great conversation. And I'm so blessed to get to know you, your past, your history, your service, not just the state of California, but also as a military veteran. So thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. All right. So once again, to the listeners, you know, the goal is to ensure we maintain a level of communication to support one another, understand next steps, be a resource and help one another navigate through challenging situations. So to all my veterans and families out there, be blessed and know that I'm speaking to you. But more importantly, someone is always listening. And that someone is not just me. That's our show. I apologize. But I look forward to hearing another one. Again, my name is Dr. Bryant. You listen to Dr. Bryant Speaks. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Bryant. Hey, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Bryant Speaks. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please locate others on all the popular podcast channels and YouTube under Dr. Bryant Speaks and go to the website at drbryantspeaks.com for the latest info.